Welcome back. I am Unapologetically Eric. You can find me on Facebook at Unapologetically Eric or on X at Eric Not Sorry. So today is Veterans Day and I want to talk to you about something that is very concerning. It's 22 a day. What is a 22 a day? 22 a day is a saying or slogan that basically encapsulates a big problem amongst the veteran community, and that is how many veterans commit suicide on average every day. Every day. So if you break down the numbers, that's one veteran every one hour and five minutes taking their own life. That's 154 on average a week. That's over 8,000 veterans a year that succumb to suicide. That is staggering, and it should not be happening. One of the leading causes, or basically the main cause, is PTSD and severe depression. Now, through my life, I've experienced severe depression. I myself, for many years, stood at the edge of the abyss and stared into the darkness. It is not a place you want to go. Many people I have also spoken to in my life, they don't understand depression. They don't understand suicidal thoughts. They're like, ah, oh, you know, just, you know, go out for a run or, you know, exercise or, you know, just go have fun. It, it's way more complicated than that. It's, yeah, you'll get a little bit of joy, but it's, it's momentarily. You go right back into the hell that is inside your head. Talking to people definitely helps, seeing someone helps, but if you have not experienced depression yourself, then you're just, you're not going to know. You're not going to understand. The best thing, the, be the best advice I could give someone that has never been there and that has a friend or, you know, a loved one that comes to them with their issues, shut up. Just shut up and listen. That's really all they want. Just listen. Don't give advice. Don't suggest because if you haven't been there, you don't know. But just be there for them. Just talk to them. But as far as soldiers go and veterans, you cannot understand myself. I can't understand the things that they have seen and done. War is hell. Whether we are in a war or in a, you know at war, whatever. Battles, when you are out there on a two-way firing range, shit gets real, and it gets really scary, and then you see things, you know, you, buddies getting shot, buddies getting blown up, horrible things, you know, children with bombs slap, uh, strapped to them to try to kill you, and then you have to shoot them, that's... That's not something the average person has ever had to experience, thankfully. Now, this doesn't matter if you are, you know, pro-war. I mean, I don't think anybody out there is pro-war. Maybe some, but most people, they're, they just want peace. I'm not pro-war. I'm pro-military. I support the military and all that they do. So, thank you for those of you that have served. I don't need a special day of the year for that. Every day, I thank all of you for serving. I don't care if you are a grunt with a rifle. 
I don't care if you are a technician with a computer. I don't care if you're flying a drone. You put on the uniform. You served. So thank you. But there's things that they see or do. It's unfathomable to, to, to the, the rest of us. You know, we... We normal, we normies, we civvies, we can experience PTSD as well. You know, that could be from being assaulted or rape or a car accident or an accident at work or something like that. And that can trigger anxiety and even depression. Now, <laughs> imagine being shot at. Somebody is trying to kill you. And you're experiencing this for any length of time. And you see people you call brothers and sisters by your side getting shot. You're watching them bleed. You're watching horrible, heinous things. It, you can't imagine. I can't imagine. Those haunting memories that keep people up at night. And the nightmares that ensue because of those. I understand why someone who has gone through such hell would choose suicide just to escape i i get it but i don't want it to happen and it shouldn't happen 22 a day is 22 too fucking many there are some statistics i'm gonna uh i'm gonna go over here um we all know that there is a, a homeless problem in this country you know, without getting too political, we send hundreds of billions of dollars to countries across across the globe, but yet we have Americans that are on the street. Sometimes it's because of alcoholism and drugs. Most of it's mental illness. But there's no there's there's no solution. They throw they may throw money at it, but if this problem goes away, then certain people in power or in positions, their money goes away. So they don't want to find a solution. But we know homelessness is a big problem. Now, with veterans, on any given night, 40,000 veterans are on the street. 80,000 80, veterans experience homelessness over the course of any, uh, any year. Let's see here. 7% of the general population claim veteran status. However, nearly 13% of homeless adults are veterans. That's fucking wrong. Now, as far as mental health, I printed this out. I went online and I, I did a little bit of research. So according to multiple multiple sources, veteran mental health statistics are concerning. Major depression rates among soldiers are 5 times higher than civilians. 5 times. And PTSD rates are nearly 15 times higher. So if you think your life is fucking bad, be thankful that you're not experiencing what they're going through. Veterans with PTSD also have sci high psychi uh, psychiatric co comorbidity rates. Sorry, I totally butchered that. Only 
6% of returning vets who need veteran mental health treatment will receive these services. According to a study by the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, 20% of veterans who served in Iraq or Afghanistan suffer from either major depression or post-traumatic stress disorder, and 19.5% have experienced a traumatic brain injury. That could be from either being hit or shot in the head or even an explosion nearby. The number of veterans receiving mental health care from the Department of Veteran Affairs, the VA, increased 90% from 2006 to 2019, and VA's mental health budget increased from $2.4 billion to $8.9 billion. However, there are no statistics on return visits for mental health counseling satisfaction surveys from veterans in treatment or community or excuse me or uh, commentary from families caring for mentally ill veterans 43 percent of veterans say their mental health is worse than before they enlisted in the military and 45 percent of respondents don't anticipate an improvement in their mental health within the next year how sad is that these people, whether, like I said, whether you support where our soldiers are sent, they signed up. They put their name on the bottom line. They were willing to sacrifice their life for this country, for what they believe in. It's their job. You may not like the wars or where we send our soldiers. You know what? They're just doing their job. It's no different than at your job, you're doing what you're doing, and then your boss says, you got to go clean the bathroom. You don't want to go do it, but you kind of have to to keep your job. Well, that's what these soldiers do. They sign up, they train, they learn whatever their skill is, and then someone decides, you know what, you're going to go over here to do this. Whether they like it or not, whether they agree or not, that's their job, and they're going to do it. And they're going to do it fucking well. But then they come back and they have mental issues because of the things they've seen or done. And 45% of them don't expect any improvement in their mental health over the next year. That's pretty fucked. And that's, that's sh something should be done about that. In, two th in 2020, approximately 5.2 million veterans experienced a behavioral health condition, more telling of the numbers of veterans who were not engaged in treatment. More than half of veterans with a mental illness did not receive treatment within the past year. Additionally, more than 90% of those experiencing, <coughs> excuse me, uh, so, uh, experiencing a substance use disorder did not receive treatment. This data highlights that our friends, family, and community members may be suffering in silence and that the barriers to care exist, including stigma. They're choosing to drink themselves to death or use drugs to kill themselves. It's just a longer process. Speaking of the stigma, I'm a gamer. And I randomly met a fellow gamer we were playing one day. 
He is, I believe, stationed in Europe right now. I'm not going to tell you his name, of course. But I don't know why or how it came up, but we just started talking. And I said, you know, obviously I thanked him for his service. And and, uh, we wound up just talking about this exact thing. And I told him that, you know, I want to do a podcast about 22 a day. And through our conversation, he confided in me that he didn't go into detail, but he did confide in me that, you know, he has seen some shit and he wants to seek help, but he doesn't out of fear because he's still enlisted. He's still in. There is a stigma. If you are experiencing depression, you are looked at as weak, not only by your fellow soldiers, you feel that yourself. I'm a soldier. I should be able to handle this. What's wrong with me? And they don't want their fellow soldiers, you know, by their side, looking at them, you know, through the corner of their eye, like, can I, you know, this, I found out this guy went and he talked to the, the, the shrink. Can I, can I rely on this guy to cover my ass when shit gets real? And people will talk. And then you start becoming shunned or you're a pariah amongst your own ranks. All because you wanted to get better. And then, of course, many soldiers, they get out of the service and they still have that. They have that mentality of, I'm a, you know, I, I can handle this. Well, to those of you out there that are suffering with PTSD or severe depression, please get help. Get help. Maybe you have already sat down and talked to a counselor or a psychiatrist and you got nothing from them. Don't give up. Maybe that doctor just wasn't for you. Maybe the next one or the third one or the fifth one. Maybe they'll work. But you can't fucking give up, soldier. You can't give up. When you're in the shit and bullets are coming at you, And all hope seems lost. Do you just fucking give up? Do you just put your rifle down and say, well, guess today's the day I'm going to die? No, you don't. You grab your shit, you form a plan, and you fucking fight. So fucking fight. Put down the bottle. Put down the needle. Whatever it is, get help. Talk to someone. Go see counseling. Now, I've heard many horror stories regarding the VA. So maybe that's not the avenue you have you have to go down. Maybe it's a different avenue. I, I don't know. But I can tell you, if you call 988, you can get help. Or you can text 838-255. That is how you can also get help. Call the suicide hotline. Talk to friends. Get help. Don't give up. You are fucking worth it. You are worth it. I know it's not easy. I've been there myself. I struggled with it myself for a long time. You are not alone. It may seem like it, but you're not. There are many brothers and sisters out there just like you that are getting help or that want help. All of them, all of you are not alone. Please, 
please get help. Some of the signs of PTSD, for those of you that have a loved one in their, in their family, that you're not sure if they came back, you, you mean you sense, you may sense something that they're not the same person, but some of the signs, trouble, sl trouble sleeping or having nightmares, feeling alone and detached from others, loss of interest in activities, flashbacks or feeling like the event is happening again, feeling worried, guilty, or sad, having angry outbursts or extreme reactions, frightening thoughts, suicidal thoughts, having trouble concentrating, having physical pain like headaches or stomach aches, avoiding the memories, thoughts, or feelings about what closely associated with the traumatic event, problems remembering, negative beliefs about themselves or others, irritability, feeling vigilant, startling easily, which is why when July 4th comes up, or even New Year's, but usually July 4th, a lot of people say, hey, could you kind of keep the fireworks to a minimum? Because you don't know who's around you. Not only, obviously, you know, pets, dogs, and cats get scared, but you don't know who's living around you and what they've been through. Maybe a couple of loud fireworks will just put their mind right back at, you know, something that happened 20 years ago. You don't know. I mean, I love fireworks, but after doing some of this research over the last month, I think I'm going to be a little more courteous when it comes to celebrating the birth of our nation. Another sign is they avoid people in situations that remind them of that event. So there's a party, it's a birthday party, it should be fun, you know, the, it's a nephew's birthday party, and they don't, don't want to go. Or everybody is celebrating in the living room, and they're off by themselves in the kitchen. They just don't want to be around people. Especially if, if that's not how they were before they were deployed, be, that's that's a that's a sign to be concerned. Talk to them. You know we have all experienced the tra tragic events, traumatic events, but it's nothing like what a soldier deals with. So talk to them. Another another guy I I uh, listened to, I believe he was on Rogan. I'm not sure. I don't remember his name. One of the things he said was he wanted to talk. He wanted to get it out, but he felt that he could not talk to a friend or a loved one because he feared that they would look at him like he's a monster because of the things that he had done. I've said it before, war is hell. Unless you have been there, you don't know. You don't know. Like You could go, how, how could you do something like that? You're not there. You are... You're not experiencing death knocking at the doorstep. So you don't know what you would do in that situation. You do what you have to do to survive. And you deal with the consequences afterwards. And those consequences could be nightmares. And disassociation and alcoholism. If you haven't been there, you don't know. So if you know someone in your life that is a veteran, talk to them. 
just listen. And if they break down and they want help, you get them fucking help. It may need it may not be medication, maybe it is. And I know many people they're not exactly thrilled to start popping pills, but you know what? If it's temporary, take them. If it's something that can help, take them. There are there is more research going on now for PTSD, not just for the you know military veterans, but primarily that involves psilocybin. Yes, the magic mushroom. There are locations, I'm not sure where in the United States, but I do know that there are some in South America where you can take, there's a chemical called Ibogaine. It's banned in the United States. I believe people go to a place in Mexico for it. And all the people I have heard talk about it said it was absolute horror. But when they broke through to the other side, they were they were themselves again. They were able to deal with the pain and the anguish that they are, have had experienced. And then, like I said, psilocybin, the magic mushroom. It's not just, oh, you're just going to trip and see pretty colors. No, there is a trained physician there and a psychologist, psychiatrist that will not only, you know, give that chemical, but they walk the person through it and they deal with the trauma and they help them deal with it and come up with steps on how to deal with it so that they don't take their life so they don't become addicted to a substance the two big ones is alcohol and heroin that those are going to kill you and destroy your life and destroy your family It'll destroy your marriage. It'll just destroy the relationship with your kids. So if you, if you are anybody experiencing PTSD or severe depression, get help. But more importantly, if you are a veteran, you need to do this. Your life matters. You, you gave up so much of yourself. You n now it's the time to get some of that back. There are also things out there that are ran by veterans that are like hunting and fishing retreats. And yeah, everybody will sit down at night and they'll, and they'll discuss and share stories and help work through it and then go fishing. But it's that bond of you've been there too. And you can form a friendship and talk and get it out and learn ways to deal with your experiences. But if you, if you become one of the 22, don't, don't, don't give up. Your life matters. Your sanity matters. You matter. You matter to your friends your family, your kids, you matter to me. And I'm just some asshole. I'm just some schmuck on a microphone recording this today. But you matter to me. So please contact the VA. Contact a suicide hotline. Contact someone. Talk to someone. Find someone you trust. 
And again, like I just stated a little while ago, when it comes to doctors, it may not be the first one that can help you. Maybe you don't have a connection. They just don't give you the right vibe. Okay, move on. (laughs) Move on. Find another doctor. Don't give up. There is somebody out there that can help you. Do not give up. Don't ever give up. Keep fighting. Please. So again, thank you, veterans, for everything that you have done. Thank you for your service. And until next time, thank you.